I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. It has been a little bit, folks. There has been two types of droughts. One of the regular Illennials Podcast not being out. And combined with that, no Marcus. In that Illennials Podcast. So, so true. <laughs> the people the watching people this so are dropped. parched. <laughs> gasping for air, for water. We... We need to feed them. Mm. Water. Let them, them. Let them drink. <laughs> Do you think the piranha plants need water in Mario? Oh, in Mario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you meant the real piranha plants. Right. You mean the Venus flytrap? Yes. So I think There's no water. real piranha plant. Well, they're always they're always hanging out in pipes. Mm. And pipes, water, generally. Yeah, yeah you're not so, wrong. Not wrong. Maybe there's... Maybe they're bidetting themselves. Speaking, we have bidet news. True. All yes. Right. I have joined the modern industrialized world. I now have bidet. Yes. <laughs> and it is uh, pretty great. I'm having a good time with it. Wow. Um, I think a bidet is one of those. Ass, it's like a force multiplier in life. One, my, I distinctly remember my life pre-bidet and post-bidet. Mm-hmm. And it's only gotten better. My ass is so clean. It's great. Also, the pressure can really, uh, it can get in there yeah. if you're if you're not careful. First time bidet users, do be careful because you can actually, br- not trivialist, you can bruise your butthole. You could bruise it. Mm. So uh, <laughs> just make sure to take it easy at first. Uh, don't don't tear anything. Don't bruise yourself. Uh, but clean that. Yeah, slow your roll. Clean it up because, man, it's, it's crazy. You didn't ever know your ass to be this clean. Some bidets can't actually give you an enema. They can. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. They can give you a yeah. light enema. Do you have the pressure can, can get in there. Yeah. Is there like a piece that, that, that goes in your butt or you just... That's... No. no that's just determination. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Imagine you had a garden hose. Yes. And you put your thumb over it to, you know, how you do it to increase the pressure of the hose. Mm-hmm. And you aim that at your butthole okay. uh, and kept it exterior. And it just went in because of the pressure of the water uh, pushed it in. So, That's so how it works. you just have to put your thumb in the bidet. Got it. Yes. <laughs> and your ass to be safe. <laughs> put, yep. put a thumb in each and you figure it out. Mm-hmm. For maximum uh, infiltration. Infiltration is a great word that I'm so glad you've introduced to this conversation. I've never thought of using that word in this context. Infiltrating your ass with water. Even even you know what? The we're saying penetration would sound less bad than infiltration. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> infiltration implies stealth to me, you know? Just worse, obviously. Yeah. Oh, we're getting some some hairy territory, much like yeah. the inner rim of my asshole. My butthole. Um, <laughs> I've always, I've um, always actually wanted to get my asshole waxed, even though, even though yeah. I know it would be painful and it would be exposing a part of my body to a stranger that I probably shouldn't. But the only mm. reason I haven't is because I've heard that if you get your asshole waxed, it feels very nice until the hair starts growing back and it gets a little scratchy, scratchy. So, so I think that you can argue that if you've exposed your asshole to a person, they're not a stranger anymore. Y'all are y'all are close That's now. True. <laughs> so true. I'm, I have to send them a Christmas card every year. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, they have now seen a variant of just the words body, I'm like. sorry written inside of it. <laughs> uh, if that's the protocol, I I need to send out more cards. Jesus. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> that's true. We do do a lot of mooning in college, so it's it's possible we owe some people some Christmas cards around here. Hmm. <laughs> Seth, you're just lucky that you were uh, too young. You were probably in middle school or so when Waiting came out. I was. In 2007. And we all played, at least in Metter High School, we played the dick-showing game <laughs> in the bathrooms and locker rooms of the school. <laughs> and it was a dark time to be a person. The best part about the movie Waiting is if you watch it today, holds up. <laughs> holds up. Un- unproblematic mm-hmm. just a great test of time movie like all works that are in Ryan Reynolds canon yeah. they all hold up perfectly fine I was going to say in the Andy Milanakis canon but I guess we can go with Ryan Reynolds as well you know Andy Milanakis is a, is a person that just could just could not exist anymore I don't think he he's, is a Twitch streamer now he exists yeah. really yes. what, does he, what does he stream I wonder Video games, just chatting. Himself just just fucking around. (laughs) Yeah. And they made a sequel to Waiting. You guys know that? I, yeah, I saw this, like, director video. It was a direct video one, and it had Adam Carolla and John Michael Higgins Mm -hmm. as the stars. And it was strange. That and a thousand. Um, speaking of streaming video games, I recently watched a podcast, uh, theme song creator, Ben, playing Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Folks, I gotta tell you something about this video game. It, first of all, looks like hot dog shit. Why is there so much combat in the Harry Potter video game? Yeah. Like, also, why is there so little going to class? You do (laughs) it, like, once at the beginning of the game and you never see a classroom again. And it's class is boring. It's like there's motherfuckers out here with like knives and axes and shit trying to kill you, trying to dice your child to pieces. Yeah. And you kill them. You murder these people with your spells. <laughs> yeah. And and you murder like 30 guys, 40 guys in a mission, and this is totally normal. Yep. And I was like, also, there's a dodge roll in the game? Yeah. There's a dodge roll? That's what sounds like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The most athletic thing a British person's ever done is run and poorly. Yeah. I don't. Why do I? You can also Sonic the Hedgehog roll. Wait, what, what the fuck? There's a spell that makes you roll like Sonic. Yeah. Hell yeah. And there's like a parry. Basically, the the biggest issue with the game, and this is an issue that happens to lots of games these days, is that some people want they who some had a lot of money like let's make this game, and some developers are like, okay, cool, let's make it. And like, by the way. It has to be all these 10 games that are popular. It has to be every one of them also. And it's like, oh, okay. So we can't really make a game about being a student at a magical school because we have to make it into like an Assassin's Creed, open world, um, everything game, crafting system, survival, everything that's ever happened in video games has to be in this game as well. That's right. I legit saw him do a fucking uh, sneak attack to instantly kill an enemy yeah. from behind. Wait, wait. Did he, like, stab you with a knife? Or did he stab you with he the just cow. You cast a spell, oh, back. Marcus. Oh. It's, it's a Harry... It is still a Harry Potter game. They I haven't mean, given you a knife just listen, yet. Listen, listen. You can clearly magic your wand into, like, something sharp and steely. Uh, yeah, uh, Conjuro Stabatorio. And you just, like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I forgot the spell. Thank you. <laughs> I just could not believe what I was saying, y'all. They're using flames and lightning and all kinds of shit. And apparently you can also cast the fucking forbidden curses yeah. in the game on people. You can just use them. It's like an area in the game. Oh, just use them all you want. It's like, <laughs> what is happening? Why did you Why did you make any of these decisions? I was I was kind of hard-pressed, weirdly enough, to find a negative review of the game. I was like, let me tell... I want to find somebody online who... Because like a lot of the, uh, the big publications like IGN and all them, they have these like 9 out of 10 reviews that look like trash. Finally, the voice of reason in the video game industry, Nita Jackson from Polygon, did make a very long, very scathing review, which you don't see in any metrics because she uses words instead of numbers to rate games, and no one knows how to really quantify those into their metrics. Um, but she made an incredible point that I didn't think of, was that like 
you know, you're, the game is set in like the 1850s, I believe, of Hogwarts. Mm. And the game, the back then, Hogwarts is more diverse than it is when Harry Potter goes there in the 90s. And she was, she's yeah. like specific because Gita Jackson is Indian. She's like specifically, there are several Indian teachers, classmates, and shopkeepers. And, and then she's like, where did all these people come from? India, which is being ruled by England in the 1800s. <laughs> like, where did they, and where did they go in the 90s? Why, why did they just leave? I was like, that's an incredible point. Cause it's just a, it's a, like, a lot of the game is trying to reconcile the fact that J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Mm. And it's like, it's, a big part of the game they're trying to be like yes she wrote it but we're not that we're different we're not jk rowling and it just creates a very very strange experience like i i lost my affection for harry potter like 10 or so years ago i just don't care anymore about it i have no attachment to the material but just seeing the seeing the amount of combat just made me go what in the fuck yeah. Like, this is not what those stories were ever about. Like, I don't understand. I, I know. I, that's the thing is I don't get it. It's like, sure, it might be hard to make a game about a magical school. So if that's true, either one, don't make a game about it. Or two, figure out how to make those things into mechanics that are interesting. Why do you have to make it into an Assassin's Creed, uh, uh, Elden Ring, every type of game in the world all at once <laughs> game? Yeah, because when I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be, like, bully, but with magic. And I was like, mm. that, that could work. <laughs> no. Yeah, do a weird rock star or whatever. I mean, but yeah. that, that's kind of what it is, and it actually does not look good. Yeah, that's it actually a bad. bunch. It's like, it's like rock star, but they added, like, all the crafting and everything kind of game to it, which just isn't. It's so weird. Honestly, Loki is a criticism I have for God of War Ragnarok. But if you say that out loud, you get uh, you get quartered into video game <laughs> criticism jail. So I have to kind of back away from that. Yes, how dare you criticize the best game that's ever been created? Exactly. Also, just like I was watching Ben play it, I noticed he has a house elf. And I was like, wait, do you just have a slave <laughs> in the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he, he came with the room. I'm like, that's not better. <laughs> I love how Ben is lightly uh, when you call, justifying this. He's like, "Well, I, whoa, 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 whoa! It came in the room. I didn't. They didn't ask me. The room was there." Well, don't forget, Seth. House elves canonically in Harry Potter want to be slaves, and Dobby is weird for not wanting to be a slave. Yeah. Oh god, that's so weird. The long sigh from Marcus is just so appropriate. Yeah. And, but all that aside, I do want to say, if you're the kind of person who decided to harass people on Twitch for playing the game and all this and being a real, I don't know, just being a jackass, go fuck yourself. Just let people, even, it even affected your dumb VTubing community. There was a VTuber who got real, uh, real sauced up about that. And stuff. I don't know if I would call what happened to her harassment, but I do think that yelling at people or even just like criticizing them, fuck it. It's not gonna change anything, guys. It's they, they don't it's not gonna matter. Save your energy for other things that that could matter. I don't know about her scenario that well. All I heard was that people were like threatening to dox people and all this. I know what happened to YouTubers girlfriend reviews was just yeah. people were just over the top in their Twitch chat and stuff. It was just not really, really disgusting so it's just dumb why do you care there there was one really fun there's a, a final fantasy 14 uh streamer that i know uh zeppla uh Zeppelin. who said like one was long rant and one part was she was like you don't oppose uh transphobia in video game culture you oppose it at the ballot box and i was like what in the goddamn fuck are you talking about right now yeah <laughs> like I mean, you're, yeah, sure. That's not the only place, my friends. There's other places to do it too. And yes, within your culture, sure, you should push back on it. But I think at this point, most folks who play the game probably know J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit. And that's not going to change their minds. It's just not. Like, yeah. They've made their decision. That's a, the thing for me is like, I don't think anybody who bought the game is transphobic or something. I don't think, I think that's a little far. But I just think that I wish that. It was a good game, at least. So the people would have a reason to yes. buy it. But now it just seems like least, a bunch of people wasted a bunch of money. Right. 
at least if then it would be an interesting choice to yeah. have made. It's not though. It just looks a bad game to me. And actually, speaking of theme song writer and producer Ben, um, he decided to offset the awfulness of buying the game by donating seventy bucks to the Trevor Project and seventy bucks to. I'm forgetting the other charity that he donated to. Um, was it Trans Lifeline? I think it was. Maybe? And he did. So basically doubled what he spent on the game in donations. And if you watch him on Twitch, his donate button is a go straight to the Trevor Project right now. So you can. Yeah, and if he works. and if he gets three hundred dollars in donations, he's going to match it. So. OK, go make Ben spend more money. Right. <laughs> yes. Get Ben to get more money to charity to make up for the disgusting stain of buying Harry Potter yes. video game. <sighs> um, see, so yeah, that's been that's been certainly an interesting thing to see happening uh, on the internet. It is funny that you mentioned that that VTuber who uh, got harassed. I use this quotation marks mm-hmm. uh, because again, it was mostly people in her chat just being like, "Hey, this is disappointing to see. I don't know why you would do this. Thought you were an ally of trans people or whatever." But the weird thing was there that the word trans uh, was auto banned in her in her chat or whatever. Like you couldn't post messages with the word trans in them. And she claims this was just some nonsense, but uh, that it was automatically done or whatever, that Twitch just bans the word trans anyways on its own. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was funny because her like explanation video where she's like crying on stream her avatar's facial expression is still smiling. So it creates this very surreal experience. These big old anime titties are bouncing around and she's smiling while bawling, apparently. And very disconcerting to uh, to just view yeah. as a human being. Which is, once again, why I prefer watching human being faces. Because I can, I don't like the- I can see if they're lying or if they're being genuine. And I like that. But the trend of, of P-tubers is disturbing to me. I don't particularly like it very much. I don't like uh, that you're calling prefer, it P-tubing. Must prefer V-tubing. No. Uh, give me a nice, good distance of meaning. Wait, what is, being. I what is the P face. for? Physical? Physical, yes. Okay. It's a weird trend that's happening. I don't particularly like R-tubing. it. R-tubing. Reality. It feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> very weird. weird to see a human face. Don't like it at all. Actually, you know what? The, the, most, the most pure form that I really enjoy is no avatar at all. I just want to hear a voice over some images that are not you. Yeah. Just, and I, I just can't, I can't even do it anymore. I, it's a weird thing. <laughs> like, if I don't see a face cam, I just don't even watch. Unless it's like a tutorial video or something like, a, oh, how to do this in a game. I'll watch that, but entertainment i don't know my brain just doesn't work that way anymore i'm just like where's the person where are they at <laughs> they behind the computer so <laughs> behind the image exactly i'm like a cat on. watching like a bird on television i'm like where the fuck where? <laughs> it's gotta be there somewhere where'd that bird go yeah um that's my big that's my big harry potter uh video oh and i've got some harry potter news as well but harry potter report so oh boy the reason I was out, or the reason I was not recording for a couple of weeks, I'm not sure about these jabronis. Um, I was in um, Western Europe in a country named Portugal. Um, you may have heard of it. It's where the language uh, Portuguese comes from. And it's a beautiful place. And there is a bookstore in uh, Porto, which is um, one of the big, one of the more important cities in Portugal. Um Named the Lelo Bookstore. Quick, quick, Seth, what, yes. what does Porto tw- translate to? Porto means port, which means it's Port Portugal. Okay. Um, okay. Not confusing at all. And there's a, a bookstore in the Lelo Bookstore, which a lot of it's it's become famous. It's like it's a bookstore, but you have to like wait in line to get into it, and you have to like buy tickets um, if you want to get in faster and stuff because it's kind of like a landmark almost. But a lot, one of the reasons it's so popular is because people say that it was part of J.K. Rowling's inspiration for some of the libraries in Hogwarts in Harry Potter series because um, J.K. Rowling lived in Portugal for a couple years. So they were like, took this inspiration. And, but J.K. Rowling has completely denied it. She's like, no, I didn't get any inspiration from this store for whatever reason. I don't know why she can't just say it inspired her because I think it did. It, it looks kind of similar. But the thing that I'm over here saying is the, chil- the school children in Porto, they wear capes to school. They wear, like, oh, okay. what you would wear to Hogwarts. And I'm over here like, how on earth is this lady denying that she took any inspiration from this place she lived when the bookstore is kind of similar and the people literally dress up the way the kids in her stories go to school? And it just seems like a weird thing to lie about. And I don't, I don't know why she's so bent on being like, I didn't get any inspiration from the time I lived in Portugal. So, yeah, strange. 
Strange behavior. Very weird. Is she afraid she'll somehow owe the Portuguese government money or something? I don't. I don't understand what the problem there is. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like wearing capes to school is a thing that happens in in British fancy boarding schools, too. Maybe. Um, Because it's really funny how Hogwarts is this, like, magical place everyone loves, but the the boarding school system is a nightmare in real life, and people try to abolish it in Britain. I was about Uh, to look up British boarding school... Uh, dress code or outfit, and I decided I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be on yeah, that Google search that. list. <laughs> just actually, just just Google British and then cape and see what comes up because uh, they don't have any superheroes there. So I'm pretty sure we can we're, we're safe on that. That's true. Uh, it'll probably show you fancy people in capes, though. I, I have to imagine. Let's see. It's actually just showing pictures of capes. Okay, and I'm assuming they're from Britain. Oh, by the way, speaking of Britain uh, and uh, just that dread island we all love to hate, um, you know, y'all know that that Britain is like the bastion of the the transphobes at this point. Like that's where they all go apparently to live and, and do their 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 horrible trade. Yes. I was looking today, and the most the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life happened uh, with regards to this. So one of their um, counselors, I guess, is the name they have for their Congress people or whatever. Uh, apparently wrote a story about how she was in a bathroom with a trans woman and they were, they were going to dry their hands as they were using the bathroom and the air dryer was broken. And she said to her, I guess we'll just have to shake. And the trans woman apparently said to her, I'll just wipe my hands on my penis. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> <laughs> The most ridiculous sentence I've heard in my entire life. It's so funny because one, obviously they didn't say that. But two, right. like, wouldn't it be kind of funny if they did that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost feel like not once again, not that there should be any tension in that scenario, but if there what if there's somebody's uncomfortable, that would be such a good way to address the tension. <laughs> Beyond that, it makes it seem like that's what men do. It's like when the dryer doesn't work, right. we're just like, all right. <laughs> My completely dry, cloth-like penis. <laughs> My boy's time to shine, yeah. Covered completely in fur, as they are. Exactly. It's like, it's like wiping it on your arms. Like, why do you, why would somebody say that? <laughs> Well, the actual woman that she talked to came forward and said, "What, what I said to her was, I'll wipe them on my jeans." Oh, and they—they they were just taking a step too far. I guess she just no. I think what she thought was, I think this woman is just such a fucking crazy person that she think she literally heard her say "penis" because her brain was on that. That's possible. Not, These people's brains are wired a little differently. They are. They definitely are. But I just love the idea that her thought was this was a normal thing that a person would say to me <laughs> because that's what men do. We wipe our hands on our <laughs> penis. Sometimes I hope that the dryer isn't working so I can get down in there. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, seriously, just think about it for a second of logistics. You go into the bathroom, yep. you unzip your pants, you pull out your penis, you take a piss. Yep. You put it away, you go to the sink, you wash your hands, and then... <laughs> And then, and then you're in an endless reason. cycle where you wipe your hands <laughs> your penis, you wash them again, uh-huh. then you wipe them again. I just, you take your wet hands and you unzip your pants again. You reach your wet hands inside and pull out your penis and just like a, give yourself an Indian rug burn. The only just, scenario I see this being plausible is if you have massive pubes like really long pubes <laughs> that can soak up some of this extra drippage even yeah. then it's a stretch i will say this i was like what this lady claims happened is a bit of a stretch of reality that's an enormous stretch <laughs> i especially woven my pubes into a, a washcloth to dry my hands for this exact situation. And you know what? That's still not your penis. Next time it's I'm in an airport, I'm going to do that to someone. <laughs> it's got to be an airport, so it's like someone I'm never going to see again. I'm just going to be like, whoops, going to my penis. The, so if you do this, you get on a plane, they're your fucking seatmate. Yeah, or I come back, I interview for a job, and it's the guy. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So yeah, I just saw it today and I could not stop laughing at <laughs> the idea. <laughs> the mental image. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. That's funny. That's, that's been a thing. Other than that, I don't know. Like, so, Seth, tell us. I'm, I'm curious about. You went to Portugal. Portugal. You said yes. Uh, just you. You are now the only person I think in the, the podcast. Mark, have you been out of the country before? I have been out of the country, but not to Portugal. Where have you been? Where'd you go? I went to France and Germany. Oh, and Italy. Wait, what, Marcus? Why have you never told us this before? I. It's never come up. Okay. <laughs> when was this? You never asked. <laughs> this was this was back in the day when I was when I was a young lad. Uh, my my mother wanted to go on vacation out in Europe and meet one of her friends, and I tagged along. It was, wow. it was it. One of her friends on World of Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they've been raiding for a long time. You know? Nice. For the Lord, maybe. Yeah. But, <laughs> Okay, but so, yes. Marcus, how did you feel about Europe when you went there? I mean, it was interesting. I remember uh, we were reading, we were riding in the, uh, what do you call it? Highway, yes. Oh, that's what and they call it there? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Interesting. I'm sure they have another name for it in another language, but I don't know. <laughs> I would hope they would. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember in France, I remember seeing these weird, like, painted shapes on, like, the side of the road. They were, like, pink pyramids and mm-hmm. orbs and stuff. I was like, that's that's a weird installation, but okay. Uh, I remember the sodas in Germany are very bitter. That, that stood out for me. Um, what was it? Italy? The gondolers are sick. Um... I was waiting for you to explain what the shapes were. I thought you were going to hit oh, us what you, you, you I, found out what they were. I thought they were just art installations. I have no idea what the heck they were. Like, my okay. assumption was art installation. Cool. <laughs> was it, like, painted or was it 3D? They were, they were like, sculptures. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a weird place for it, but hey, cool. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long ago was this? How, how old were you? Jesus, I was I was in my teens, like maybe fifteen. Okay, so you were okay. So you of, were a, kind a, of a child. Person. Yeah, basically, you were kind of a human being at that point. Right. So you you weren't just a larva. You know, you could understand things. Right. I think I think the the most exciting yeah. part about my Euro trip was <laughs> in. In uh, Venice, Italy, I asked my mom to get me this Pinocchio puppet. And I was like, okay, it's a sick little puppet. It's got, like, the little cross, like, the wooden cross handle where you can control it, front, back, all that stuff. And I got it. I was like, oh, this is sick. And so we went somewhere. There was, like, a weird, like, cobblestone fence and a little, like, nice like, marketplace around me. And I'm just, like, figuring out how to make this, this thing move. And I got a little dance going on. And I was like, yeah, all right, go, Pinocchio. Go, Pinocchio. And then people started throwing money and, and euros at me. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, Marcus, why didn't you stay there? Why didn't you phone money at you here in America? I wanted to, but my mom, like, made people, like, she gave it back. She was like, no. <laughs> no, what? we're capitalists. We, this, <clears throat> this was ill-gotten gains or something. I don't know. But I was like, hey, I was a street performer for, like, a, a nice 15 minutes. Can you imagine if Marcus had stayed and 20 years later, he'd be on the news like foreigner has yeah. done good straight performer <laughs> story somehow. So, all right, Seth, you've been to Portugal. Portugal. How did you feel Portugal compared to, uh, to America? Uh, not you've been to two countries. It's an interesting question. It's very interesting because once again, it's something I had to, it's something I constantly remind, <clears throat> constantly reminded myself of when I was in the country was I'm a tourist and I'm in a country that is propped up on tourism, a lot of their economy. So I know that I'm being treated pretty well and I'm doing, I'm here for like a week. I'm doing all the cool stuff. So 
I kept reminding myself of that because I think a lot of people go to countries in Europe and they're just like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Life's so much better there. Everything's so cheap. Everything's so nice. It's just, the, it's just so, everyone's life there must be perfect. And I'm like, I understand that these people have problems. Like they're not, their lives aren't perfect. They have problems just like we have problems. No one's, there's nobody who's figured it all out just yet. Um, but that being said, it was a very nice place and I would, I'd probably go again. It was good. I mean, people spoke English there, which was good for me because I did I don't know how to speak Portuguese. So it was good that they, a lot of them spoke language. Um, but it was nice. The fucking, the food there was great. They have some of the best desserts. You can just like walk into a bakery and just, they have so much so much good stuff and the beer is great there i found a new beer that i i would love and i've got i gotta find it over in the sea over over these seas not over those seas um so yeah it was a fun place it's the recommend. same seas but yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i'm saying over what direction mm. that's overseas there this is overseas there you sent me a picture of a sandwich yes now marcus is <gasps> the biggest sandwich lover i know in the world so t- tell the sandwich you got seth so let me get the name right. It's called the Francine. Uh, what's it called? He's discovering that word as he says it. Francihala. Francina. And it is okay. um, basically is white loaf bread with ham, sausage, cheese, steak. And then it's like cheddar cheese. And then they put more cheese on top, put the bread, and then they let it melt. And then sometimes if they want to get real spicy, they cover it in this really, really good meat gravy. You've got like a, a sandwich that's like swimming and it's full of meat and cheese. And it's like one of those things when I saw it, I was like, I'm surprised this isn't American food. Because <laughs> it sounds like something <laughs> that we would just, it sounds like something Ron Swanson would devour. You know, like the, right. tip, the, the prototypical American meat eater would love. And man, was it good. What a good sandwich. It sounds good. It looked incredible. Yeah. It, it's 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 good. They, they've got the food on lock there. Um, but yeah, it was a cool place. I think last time I went to Canada a year ago, I told you guys that the crosswalks there were weird because when you when the walking sign, you know, like I said, the, the, in America, the man, he's a very serious walking man. Like he's mm. old and crinkled. And in Canada, he's like carefree. He's got all the free health care in the world, so he can just walk however he wants and doesn't I mean, he doesn't have a care in the world. Portugal, I think, actually has the best crosswalk system I've seen so far. Because in America and Canada, when you're not supposed to walk, there's like that hand symbol. It's like an orange hand, right? In Portugal, when you're walking, there's a green man walking. He's in he's literally in between America and Canada as far as how happy he is. He's not completely carefree like the Canadian guy. And he's not as beleaguered as the American man, but he's walking. Mm. But when you're not supposed to walk, it's a it's a red man and he's standing still. So, you know, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to be doing. If you just do what the man in the picture is doing, then you're good. And I like that because the hand can be very unclear. You know, what if it's like, hi, right. this way, come it's here. Welcome. Come across the street right yeah, now. Please. <laughs> So I like when the red man being still, green man walking. I think, and it uses the red and green. It uses all the stuff that we like. I think that I think they got the best system over there. There should be a middle man, a yellow man who is turning back, <laughs> yeah. going back, or no, walking very fast. Back. It's like you got to do one of these yes. two things. You got to walk fast. Or you got to turn back. Yeah, yeah. No, big one, buddy. So many people are getting run over. Yeah. <laughs> also, no one has ever turned back on a crosswalk. They will just go as. And get hit by a car if they have to. They will never turn back because that's defeat. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine someone turning back, and I can't picture it. I've never seen. I've never, I've seen it happen in like movies and TV shows as a joke. I've never seen it happen in real life. No, I've seen people take like a step and come back when they realize they were wrong. I've never seen someone get into the middle and walk back. Never. <laughs> right, you're you're too far gone. I mean, once you're in the crosswalk, you are now king of the road. Yeah. They hit you; it's their fault. Like that, you can do no wrong. I now. mean, that is technically the rule. You could lay down and take a nap in the, in the crosswalk until you are removed. Because <laughs> man, I was like, someone will remove you in America, especially. You will be removed from yeah, the yeah, crosswalk. Yeah. No, no worries there. there. It's a, it's, a, it's a, a polite fiction we all maintain that you are allowed to stay there. You, sure, press your luck, buddy. Yeah. 
Well, Seth, I'm, 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 I also am curious about one more thing. We talked about this. Um, uh, we did anyways, because it happened while you were there. The end of the golden visa in Portugal. Uh, you said there was some stuff going on with the living situation in, in, in the main city. What yes. happened there? So another reason that it's a complicated uh, task to be a uh, tourist in Portugal right now is that tourism is, one, very important to the economy, and two, destroying the housing market. Um, for the people who actually live there, because two big problems. One is the golden visa rule, which means that if you are not from Portugal and you are willing to invest uh, around a million dollars into their economy, whether it be housing or any other sector, then you can get a visa and you can be welcome in Portugal, blah, 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 blah. You can have all those benefits. Um, so obviously, much people from America, Canada, you know, Middle East, we're like, okay, so much money in there. Decent was good in quotes for a while. Um, but then the big problem that coincided with that was the Airbnb market, which Airbnb, if you guys don't know, has also ruining America. This is not something specific to Portugal. Um, Airbnb has ruined pretty much every place that it's touched. And um, because of that, um, there's basically no places for people who are born and brought up in Portugal to live, to they can't even really aspire to buy houses because they've already been bought and they're being used for asshole tourists like me. Um, so while I was there, they decided to to get rid of the golden visa. They they saw me and they were like, we can't even have a chance of this happening again. <laughs> this riffraff? <laughs> um, so they're cracking down on Airbnb ownerships and the golden visa, which I think is a great thing for people of Portugal. I was very happy to hear that news. Um, because you, the, while, another thing while I was there, I was thinking is like, yeah, their tourism is big to their economy, but like, shouldn't it kind of not be? Like, sh- don't, shouldn't we not really have places that are propped up by tourism? Isn't that just like, yeah. It's kind of like, almost means you've been defeated. And I don't like that because it's a cool place. And uh, the people there were great. So I just want them to, to have better lives. And Airbnb and the thing one thing about Portugal that is not here in America is Airbnbs are labeled like you can see them from the street they have this little like square placard that says AL on it I can't remember what that stands for but if it's there it's an Airbnb and we saw those motherfuckers all over the place so yeah it's a pretty big issue there oh by the way speaking of the Middle East Y'all remember Saudi Arabia with the line? The line. Right? Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I've already I've got my first last month rent security deposit. I'm I'm ready for the line. Is it done yet? Well, get ready, Seth, because there's, there's a new thing you need to be invest- interested in, which is the cube that oh. is going to be built in Riyadh. Have you heard about this? Did they just take a bunch of lines and stack them on top of each other? <laughs> they did. Yeah, they want to build the world's largest indoor building, um, uh, the cube. Which is going to? Oh, sorry, it's actually called uh, New uh, New Maraba. Um, it is going to be able to hold. It looks like they're they say um, twenty Empire State Buildings inside of it. It's going to be a twelve square. Where are they going to put all the people? They're going to put twenty Empire State Buildings. <laughs> they're going to they're going to make you out of you. You will now be part of the Empire State Building. Got it. Got the foundations it. of it. <laughs> so yeah, that's their idea. Is in downtown Riyadh, they're going to build a twelve square mile cube to just I just to have. That's their new idea. Like, is it supposed to be a house? Is it going to be its own city, its own country, right. its own governing body? It is going to house uh, the, the the downtown of Riyadh, basically, inside of the cube. Oh, okay. So trying to make, like, a air-conditioned outside. Yeah, it, yes, exactly. This is this is an arcology. It's trying to build an arcology in real life, basically. Um, and so, yeah, this is just one another one of those weird boondoggle ideas they've had. Um... But yeah, I just love the idea. I, I really want it to happen somehow. I, I want Saudi Arabia to have both the line and the cube in their country. Yeah. And it's turned into a destiny level. Exactly. Yes. And they can leave us alone. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I just love... There's, their tagline is going to transport you to new worlds. Like it's fucking Avatar up in here or yeah. some shit. They said the inside are going to be the the, the, the gigantic walls will be a video screen to project fantastical backgrounds onto, which that is just Avatar. That's just putting <laughs> Pandora on the screen, yeah. apparently. And I, within how much time is that? Just going to be ads? 
Just different, just <laughs> oh, yeah, ads for sure. Just big billboards all over the place. So yeah, I just love. I just I want to see the cube, man. Yeah, what about bring, what if bring next the they do like the rectangle? We're going to do a tall rectangle um, with a point at the top, and they just start they just start reinventing just buildings in general, just regular yeah, ass I buildings. Think that's too boring. I'm I'm feeling the trapezoid. The trapezoid. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. Ooh, guys, how about this? How about the pyramid? Never done it before. Oh. True. That's yeah. a new one. <laughs> if in the process of the cube it starts falling over, they can just make it the rhombus and save some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Get hey man, the the dodecahedron. It's time. Oh, let's no. build it. Let's get let's get crazy up in here. Yeah. And so so the, yeah. the thing about Saudi Arabia's plants is like I don't I don't hate them if they were being done by someone who had any idea what they were doing. You know? Mm. That's because like yeah, I mean, we gotta come. We gotta, we gotta make some kind of biodomes eventually, right? But I don't know if they're gonna do it the right way or for the right reasons. Well, it reminds me of that that Dahir Insight thing from Russia back in uh, a couple years ago. That crazy design company where it was like, "All right, guys, here's uh, here's an idea. How about a how about a indoor grocery store where you drive into it and and you you run your car into the grocery store and there's a uh, there's just big rotating racks and you just like pick the things off of them and you put them on a conveyor belt and the fumes won't kill all the workers. It's okay, don't worry. <laughs> or their other idea, which was, uh, uh, how about we we build a big ass drone and we put it inside of a, a tractor trailer and you drive it into any country and then it unfolds and it has big ass Gatling guns and just takes out all the infrastructure right right this is good this is working oh how about how about a bed that you get into and if an earthquake happens it fucking seals you like a coffin yeah. it's, it's protecting you from the you got water and food and a shit bucket it's fucking great right you, you all love this That's right. yeah they really were throwing stuff at the wall though <laughs> if you have not watched the dear insight videos i highly recommend them they are the most bad shit things you could imagine <laughs> I, I guess i need to check these out i do like how i know what you meant but it was funny how the first thing you said was what about an indoor grocery store <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I, I like all of our outdoor markets we all go to. Yeah, that we all have access to. Um, that's funny. My favorite may have actually been the, uh, the 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 city bus, where it's it's a bus that is elevated up off the ground and it drives over the traffic. Yeah. And oh yeah, with the red you, spider legs. <laughs> the big the big spider legs with the wheels, and you get in you you ride a. I was like, yeah, go for it. Where guys. the fuck does this thing idea. turn around? Right. <laughs> or maybe you just it have an engine it. or have a chassis on both sides so then whenever you turn around the driver just walks over here and starts driving it that way <laughs> yeah. oh my god Seth just have a, a bubble in the top and the driver just tur- rotates himself around to the other side yeah. <laughs> the driver's just texting the whole time <laughs> yep 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 oh man so yeah that's great weird engineering boondoggles I'm trying to think, guys. What else has happened? I guess there's still AI still happening. That's a thing yeah, for some reason. AI's still uh, uh, yeah. doing big things. <laughs> Depressing. I do like the... I like the, the voice... Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. Scott Adams. How about him? Oh, the, the guy? Dilbert guy? The Dilbert guy. Yeah, he's he's kind of in the same... He's kind of basically in the same boat as like the J.K. Rowling crowd. Yeah. Um, what did he do? You don't know about Dilbert? Did you hear what... I, I, I know the comic. I don't know the dude. Ooh. Well, for a long time, he's been a right-wing uh, kind of Trump guy. A uh, very conspiracy theorist kind of dude. All right, not a great but start. recently, he saw some kind of poll that was apparently conducted amongst black people where half of them said they do not agree with the statement, it's okay to be white. And so Scott Adams' takeaway from this was, why should you ever help a black person again if you're a white person? It's time to fully segregate and move away from one another. We cannot get along and we cannot coexist. We went on a long rant about this on this podcast. Wow. Um. (laughs) I think, first of all, we can all agree... Show me some scientific data this was actually conducted amongst black people. Also, if that was the true result, that catchphrase, it's okay to be white, is pretty loaded, if you think about it. (laughs) We all know that. I mean, I I would say that's... I would vote against that as well, because it just seems like a weird... If a person... The type of person who would say that is not the kind of person I would want to associate with. Right. Exactly. Whether you're looking at it in a factual, objective way or not, the people who say that like somebody who's like, oh, I'm proud to be white. But the people who say that are generally not great people, <laughs> you know? 
whether you think there's anything wrong with it or not, they are bad. <laughs> right. So that's just, it's incredibly funny. The guy has, just, he's, he's always been crazy. But now finally people are like, oh, let's probably stop publishing Dilbert now because this guy's kind of yeah. lost it. Dilbert is now being pulled from comic or from uh, comic pages all across the country. Publisher dropped probably him. Probably going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to stop being a thing after this. Yeah. It took this long for it to happen. Right. It was funny though. Cause I did see this is kind of incidental to this whole thing. I saw some guy on Twitter who was like talking about this whole, it's okay to be white thing. Cause his name is unapologetically white, which boy, howdy <laughs> Whew, man. What a, what a way it was a video of some fucking milk faced bitch on TikTok. <laughs> talking about how there are all these subspecies of these kinds of animals, but you're saying that all humans are the exact same species and there's no differences between us we can talk about. And I was just like, you dumb motherfucker. That's not how evolution works. We're about 70,000 years out from actually having humans. Dr. Jakob is not sending his best. Apparently this is the best the white devils can produce is pseudoscience. Oh. It's so mad. My God! But people, people legit believe that that apparently that we we can have human subspecies now. That's a thing we should talk about. People in their replies were like, "Yeah, clearly Asians came from the Devisonians and whites came from Neanderthals, and uh, they said blacks came from who knows what the fuck." Even I'm like, uh, first of all, those are not equal. What you talking yeah. about? It's my it's my thing. Yeah. I love it's kind of an extension of that thing I really love, which is people who like try to be incredibly accurately racist where they're like, mm. I'm not just going to make fun of this person for being black. I'm going to find out that their family's from Nigeria and I'm going to say something about Nigeria. And it's like, you are way too into racism. Like you, if you yes. use this, this weird research power you have for something useful, you'd probably be much more successful in life. But instead you're just a stupid racist. It reminds me of the folks who, who do that for white people too. They're like, well, you're Italian. So yeah, yeah like, maybe not. It <laughs> happens like in a lot of old movies. Like I happened recently in like Fargo season four where they're like, oh, we won't, we won't let Italians into this hospital. I'm like, how can you tell they're Italian? <laughs> I didn't, I only exactly. know, I only know they're Italian because their names are all Giuseppe and Gaspacho. Right. Other than that, I wouldn't know. <laughs> if you don't come up and say your name is Luigi Linguini, I would never know you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you're just another white dude. <laughs> And before that was the Irish. It's like, guys, you literally, there's an I, one small bit of water between you and the other guys. Yeah. And you, this is how, this is what you're doing? So, yeah. So yeah, the weird. People, yeah, it's just like getting into like cranium measurements and shit. And, and I don't know. But yeah, Scott, Scott Adams has really got himself finally into some hot water. And he's losing his 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 uh, stuff. I think, I think it's funny. I think it's very funny. He's like, I'm being canceled. This is cancel culture. Okay, bye. And I'm like... <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> Honestly, just don't say stupid shit. It's super easy yeah. to not say stupid shit. You know. I would also prefer if you were actually a good person and didn't just hide it. Right. But I True. guess I'll take hiding it in this case. Um. Yeah, you gotta love. You gotta love cancel culture, man. I love. Mm. I just love getting my fingers deep into canceling somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up every morning like, who the fuck can I cancel today? <laughs> That's right. I, I try to find the the most hardworking and good hearted people in the world, and I fucking put them in the ground with my cancel powers. <laughs> well, we fucking started the idea about podcast off with Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling is still the most the most successful author of all time. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like she's and made doubt she'll be surpassed. Else. I highly doubt anyone will surpass her. Right. And no amount of canceling has stopped her ass. So I don't know what we're even trying to do here, guys. Exactly. Like, it's clearly not real. Do you think Scott Adams is actually going to like go broke and be living on the street because of this? No fucking way. The Chuds will adopt him. He'll have plenty of money. Don't exactly. worry. The Dilbert cinematic universe will still happen. We will know, we will know where the, the tie came from at some point. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that I don't know, man. People like to complain about cancel culture, but it's clearly not real. It's clearly just, consequences of your own actions catching up to you but exactly. don't worry you'll be fine yeah, a lot a lot of the times you'll be fine it just depends it honestly kind of depends if people care enough like for me i'm like are the chuds gonna really are they gonna be like scott adams get over here we gotta have these dilbert comments so they get, or even the chuds gonna be kind of like dilbert really yeah. okay i guess <laughs> yeah you oh, can wait, hang out 
a strip where somebody came up to one of the characters in Dilbert and was like, hi, my pronouns or whatever. And the character was like, hi, I identify as a person who does not use pronouns correctly. Yeah. And the person was like, well played. I'm like, okay, that's the joke, I guess, that you're oh, sure. Yeah, that you're just ignorant. Cool. Right. And also, I just want to say, the fucking the new Ant-Man movie came out with Angeline Lilly in it, and she's a fucking vaccine-denying fuck. And there was the other lady who was in Black Panther. Woody Harrelson was on Goddamn SNL last this this past Saturday, talking about how vaccines are fake and shit. Oh, yeah, he really say that on Saturday Live? Yeah. He was like, he, he said that all, all the drug companies got together and tricked people to stand in their homes for years or whatever to sell us a drug that doesn't do anything. Said that on his SNL monologue. I didn't, I didn't pay for the vaccine. Right. right. <laughs> well, the government paid for it. So that's, you, your tax dollars paid for it. So there you go. That's fine. Um, that, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. that's what it's for. I kind of lost a lot of respect for Woody Harrelson. I didn't, I didn't know he said that. That's, that sucks. Yeah. It really sucks to find out people are fucking idiots. I know. Is this like so easy to not be? What's really funny to me is all, all the folks who are out there talking about how like COVID was a secret Chinese bioweapon or whatever were also folks who didn't want to do anything about it and didn't want to like take any precautions. I'm like, so you're saying that if it's a weapon, you're going to willingly run into it, essentially. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was your goal. Yeah, because it's not real. <laughs> yeah. You silly. There's an there's an angle there. You could be like, yeah, it's a it's a Chinese bioweapon, and it sucks. It's stupid. It's so terrible. It's only a cold. <laughs> Give it to me now. <sighs> but now we're now some folks are getting worried about uh, about schlong COVID. You heard about this? Schlong COVID. Ooh. Is this what happens COVID when you wipe it? your hands on your penis after you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After you cough on your 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 hands, wipe on your face as you do normally, yes. as all men do. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're saying now COVID is a co- is starting to become a cause of ED in uh, in men who do not have it before they had COVID. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say, hat, hats off to anybody who has has to deal with that. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a bad place to be. In. I, oh. You know what? I feel like we had led with that. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. I got, I got something. To, I'm cooking. If, if we had led with the, with the fact that it'll make make your dick not work, the entire goddamn world would have shut the fuck down immediately. <laughs> this disease makes so you can't get hard ever again. Whoa, can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god! Give me, give me three shots, please. <laughs> Speaking of um, side effects, we haven't talked about what happened in Ohio. The, oh, the the, uh, the train derailment. Yeah, the train derailment that has in East Palestine. Uh, is it about to just murder and uh, basically make a bunch of people sick for the rest of their lives, most likely? Mm-hmm. And it's killed a bunch of pets and chickens and animals and stuff. Um, and no one cares. Is it's just yeah. weird. It's just like these people are out out here with incredibly like, and it's like an insanely varied. Um, amount of like sicknesses people have and uh they're just like well that's the cost of doing business oh also we did our business illegally oh also fuck you <laughs> also we're the ones cleaning it up yep so thank how the fuck is thank us thank us for cleaning this up <laughs> i know we spilled it's... it but right. we're cleaning it <laughs> and it's not like it's not like it was not like the military did it or some shit. In that case, yeah, I get that. Sure, the military made the mess to clean it up. Why is Norfolk Southern, the same company that that spilled the shit, also cleaning it up? How does that make sense? Yes. That's like if Godzilla destroys Tokyo, you hire Godzilla to fix it. That's not how <laughs> the, that's not how what you do. Norfolk he Southern. doesn't even do that. Norfolk Southern is a company that has made horrible decisions in the past, especially in their hiring department, and they made yet another one by lying about the type of stuff they were transporting to try and do it for cheaper, mm. obviously. And now people are uh, going to probably have the side effects for the rest of their lives from this because uh, you're not really supposed to be breathing in the kinds of things that <laughs> happened in this crash. And uh, yeah, they just don't care, which yeah, it sucks. Also, they offered, what was it, like 25K to the town? It was like a, a dollar a person, fucking, basically. Yeah. Right. Like, they should be giving 25k a person. 
Exactly. And then a week later, they start. doubled it to a dollar a person or two dollars a person. Sorry. Oh, oh golly gee, that's amazing. Yeah. I did appreciate uh, Pete Butcher going up there and looking like the most fucking reluctant man in the world to do his fucking job. Yeah. To just show up and not even, uh, sorry, not even do anything, just say things into a microphone about what his job should be doing. And he was like, every time we try and regulate through big railroad companies, you come to Washington with a bag of money and you lobby. And I'm like... You're right. just admitting that you guys take bribes? Okay, so when the bag of money enters Washington, <laughs> send it back. Like, right. you're you're saying that you're being paid, you're, you're being paid off for this kind of stuff. So just don't do that part if that's what you think is <laughs> happening. This is this is the this is how you don't get in the drying your hands on your dick cycle. Is just don't put your hands on your dick. You just. Send the bag of money, which is your dick, back to Norfolk Southern and yes. say, you dry your hands on this, my friend. Yes. <laughs> really, we can sell everything down into how it relates to drying your hands on your dick. Yes. Yes. Um, but also, I did see Trump went down there, right. and I think that Trump is probably going to win the primaries now because he went down there and DeSantis did not go. Right. And honestly, I, I, pretty, I feel like Pete went because Trump went. It's like, oh, we got we to gotta have some foot in the door or some shit like it's so stupid i feel like pete was like honestly like can i just zoom call this is that (laughs) is that one of the is this one of those things where we can uh, that's the option this zoom okay how about an email can we do an email yeah i could really do i could i could do a really sick tweet about this if we're (laughs) if we're being honest um and normally i'm in support of let's just do an email about this but when it's when it's this when it's this you show up and pretend at least at least convincingly pretend like you care, which he did not. Um, whereas Trump was just like buying people food at the Burger King and shit, which is the most Trump thing you could have possibly done. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what Trump does. Uh, he just gives people the one thing he did when he was president gave us all money. The one thing he does now give people Burger King. So yeah. that's what and that's the, and hey. Like it or hate it, that's what people remember. Yep. So, also, I just like people who were, who were being, who were like showing like posting like pictures they saw and signs around the town, which were all like, "Yeah, Trump's great, fuck Biden," and all this kind of shit. As if they deserve to, to have the train derail in their town because of how they voted. And I'm like, that's not how you win their minds, my friend. Not saying you deserve yeah. this is not how you win them over. Yeah, you're just somebody who's like hacking up a lung on a bed and you're like well if you would have voted for somebody else this actually wouldn't be happening to you right now because you, you would have because, the guy who actually won and ran this yeah exactly because you know obviously joe biden is going to punish norfolk southern for what they've done so you should have voted for him and this is your fault true so cry more it's like okay whoa calm down people all right boys we're in the wrap-up phase here let's do it what have you been up to what you've been doing I'll start off. It's been a while. I'm in, in Portugal. Came back. Um, not only thing I've really been doing is reading. I've been catching up on the Brandon Sanderson stuff because I was he's doing that big year of Sanderson thing where there's like four books coming out this year. So I had to catch up on those. Now I'm reading his book from before that, The Lost Metal, which is the current last book in his other series, Mistborn. So I've just been doing that. Um, it's fun. I love reading. I am still playing through Death Stranding, getting high up in the mountains, doing lots of snow time adventures with my boy Sam Porter Bridges. And also I have been just getting deep into Magic the Gathering still, having a good time with that. And really just reading a lot of RPG books at this point, trying to prepare for my Pathfinder 2nd Edition campaign. Nice. It's my big thing. I have been playing and streaming breath of the wild yes you have on twitch how's it going slash mrc beaches it's going pretty good we uh we uh freed one divine beast the elephant with the with the water going on so that was this is your first time playing it (laughs) this is my first time playing okay hell yeah uh, it, it was interesting i met i met sidon that that handsome fish man. <laughs> yeah, you want to fuck that fish. I, 
I will not confirm or deny whether I would want to get busy with said fish. I'm just saying. I will not. But uh, yeah, it's it's so fun. And you know, check out my Instagram, uh, mrcbeaches okay. underscore gaming to see some highlights. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I got. I was. I was having uh, technical issues uploading clips and stuff, but I I found a way around it, and we're back in business. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. All right. Well, uh, this has been the Illinials Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write um, about movies, television, and everything in between at indistinct-shatter.io. And I'm Marcus. You can find me on mrc beaches underscore gaming and on twitch at mr uh, mrc beaches and i occasionally do art for the podcast our theme song was done by the aforementioned ben powell and he is streaming at the ben powell hogwarts legacy if you want to one donate to a good cause and two make ben spend a lot of money go to his page and donate to the trevor project um good stuff you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it under it. Fuck Norfolk Southern. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, capitalism is the cause of all of our problems. We have stopped trying to solve those problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.